Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's my show. Hey. Put a little bit. I never get this line out the first time. It's not even good. Hey. Put a little Put a little bit more in there, cowboy. And the bulldog. What's your degree in? Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> On WGR Sports Radio 550. How about that dessert guy earlier? How about that dessert guy? The dessert guy, Robert, yeah. from out of town, said, I mean, this, there's so many interesting questions here, I think. He he said that because you and I had a conversation years ago during which I said I never eat dessert or get dessert, he decided to make a life change to also never again <laughs> eat dessert. And then it, you and I sort of battled on who would have said that uh, between right. you and me. <laughs> right. We both might have said it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure that I did. It just as he was talking, I'm sitting here going like this, this sounds more like me. I feel like you you're 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 the you know food shows and like the, I could I could see you being seduced by a dessert menu. <laughs> Whereas me, I usually drink too much beer to have dessert. I can't. I just can't. I can't get to dessert. I, 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 we get to the bar. I, you know, the restaurant. I have. A, I have a beer. Maybe I have another beer, and then I have a glass of wine, and then I'm done. It's, it's, I'm over. I don't need I, dessert. I am almost never asking for the dessert menu. If it's complimentary, then I'll definitely eat it. <laughs> sure, sure. Complimentary football. Complimentary desserts. Fine with the latter. The first is nonsense. Fine with the latter. Um, I think we might have been, what came to mind was maybe we had a discussion about like one of us was going out, uh, and how am I going to yeah, manage this? <laughs> maybe some, some comp deal or something fancy. Well, you know, just, you don't need the dessert. Just don't right. get that. Right. I don't think I could have said that. Yeah. Otherwise it's a mystery. One of my favorite memories of my wife, when we were just getting to know each other was a night out at a restaurant by the name of Daffodils. Remember Daffodils on mm-hmm. Maple? Sure. Long yeah. long gone. It's a different name now. Uh, we went there one time a couple of years ago, and, well, I don't need to tell that story. Uh, Daffodils. So the four of us, like that big fireplace there, that uh-huh. awesome, huge sort of bar room, and they had tableside Bananas Foster mm-hmm. and tableside Strawberries Romanoff. Which there was a blowtorch involved with both of I'm these. I in, think I'm not in. I'm not uh, clued in on on strawberries. Rum. I've never heard of that. I think there's liquor. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. And Benes Foster probably has rum. Yeah, I think that's there's definitely liquor. That's what the flammable yeah. material in that dessert is. I believe. Not like the whipped cream. I, I I don't and I don't think the bananas are particularly flammable. No, I don't think so either. So both both desserts, alcohol based, and a blowtorch was involved. And it was just like the most decadent, fun dinner maybe I've ever had. I mean, going there and just my in, getting to know my in-laws. I really liked them. And uh, all of it was just a, it was a great memory. So that night I got dessert. Oh, oh it, was, whoever. Uh, it was on, it was on Earl. So of course I was, get, I was getting the dessert. <laughs> you got to find your 
Test your boundaries here. Test your limits. All right. Another thing that I want to bring up today. So it is January 2nd, which means that one year ago at this time, we were in pregame for Bill's Bengals. Yep. What What are a couple of memories of that night um, as, as really maybe unforgettable as it was? Uh, do you think of first? Um, boy, when you just asked me right now, uh, the first thing I think of it, well, you, the way you said it made me think of it more than anything else, I think. It's not the most prominent memory, I, I don't think, but we're doing pregame uh, right now. We'd be doing it until about 7.30, I think. And what I, what I remember about this night, and I, I've told you this before and I've told the audience this before, I walked downstairs, I was at home, and Owen is sitting there in the recliner with a Diggs jersey on and he's ready to go. And I walked downstairs and the first thing I said to him was, well, I don't feel good. I don't, I don't feel good about this game. I'm, I, and I, I don't think that came through on, the broad, on our broadcast at all. I don't think I was talking like I was really nervous. Uh, I don't remember now because so much happened that you know it's all it's irrelevant anyway. But I remember having an uneasy feeling. Not, not I, this is not at all to say like I had a premonition or something crazy nonsensical about Hamlin. I just like I didn't like him that night. I thought Cincinnati's going to be really jacked up, and the Bills are probably near empty after all the snow crap and all the junk that they'd been through. They'd already had a very tumultuous season to that point, and I just thought they were they were heading into a wood chipper. Um, and then, of course, you know what happened, and and once what happened, I guess my my feeling is that 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 first commercial break they took after the injury, when they came back, everything changed because you could see they were showing the players, and the players looked horrified. Right, the like, faces, hands were on faces. Allen looked like he'd already been near or in tears, and it's like this is not. This is not – maybe it wasn't the first commercial break. Maybe it was the second one. I don't know. But there was a – pretty quickly, a commercial break ended. They came back, and the players looked like – well, they looked like they just watched one of their teammates die. Right. It all happened when they were in commercial. Yeah. Like, you might have you might have seen Hamlin go down before – like, on the play. Yep. And known had known there was an injury. And but... it looked odd the way he went down, too. Like immediately, oh, like yeah. the, the camera kind of pan, was was lead, like you saw him get up, and then as the camera was sort of panning away from that shot, you could see him just fall, and it was like, wait, what was that? Like out of the corner of your eyes, it's like the corner of the screen as they're moving away, you could see him fall in a way that you just don't typically see guys fall. Right. Yeah, um, I remember my kids sitting on the couch to my left watching the game, and we were so, sort of all taking it in together, which is rare. For like I, I'm often here for games, so not always am I with my family when the Bills play. And it was different that they were watching the game. Like mm-hmm. now, I can't. I call my son in from the other room to show, like, to show him a touchdown that I know is going to happen because I'm on my phone and I'm on Fubo, so I'm like <laughs> You're ten behind minutes behind. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, come, this is going to be a touchdown. Um, but really, like, we never watch football together, and this night we were, and so. I mean, you're just like terrified, and yeah, and um, yeah. Then, then once, once like the magnitude of what had happened, and you know, we certainly didn't know what was going to happen with Hamlin for a good long while there. Uh, but once the magnitude of it became evident, and the you know, you saw those players' faces, like we've already talked about, 
I, I just immediately shifted into they got to stop this game. <laughs> like in my head, it's like they just should not play football anymore. Yep. And that was entirely my focus. And that's why I still remember um, Booger McFarland on uh, on ESPN. He was in the studio with Susie Calber and Adam Schefter. I feel like he was the first one on the broadcast to say that. And he's never been my favorite broadcaster, but he, I mean, he grew a lot in my, in my eyes that night because – that's a tough thing to say. You're the partner with the NFL, and it was the right thing to say, and it was definitely the right thing to do. But those things can be hard to arrive at when you know, like, what if what if the league wants to keep the game going, and I'm over here on the on the you know the network the game is on, saying they should stop the game. Um, you know, am I will I have a job in the morning? Like, what happens? So I admired that he 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 said what was in his heart and what was right. Ryan Clark was really good that night, too. I watched, like probably most yes, of us did, the coverage right. well into the night, the players at the hospital and everything uh, before they signed off. I'll always think about fantasy football uh, because of the high stakes, like it's the last game of the fantasy season. Notice there was not a Monday night game this year in Week 17. We didn't have a game last night, New Year's Day, so the college games were the in yeah. the spotlight. But last year, that was that. And all these tournaments I play in, this is, and also home leagues, like this is the last game of the year. And you're talking about literally millions of dollars moving around based on what happens in this game. And then it stopped. And what do you do? Like in the NFL, what do you do? In fantasy, what do you do? Right. Unprecedented circumstance. Right, right. I have gotten to know pretty well the guy who won underdogs best ball mania three last year pat corain this way because he was not he was he did the podcast i I love him for this like he he went he showed his face if you will like i'm in the lead for two million bucks if i finish 20th i might win five thousand or something like it's super steep and all these people behind him had bills and bengals because the bills and the bengals you you would have josh allen and Diggs and burrow and chase and higgins and so on so he went into it like, well, we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll get a dud game. You can watch that podcast. I've watched it back. How, like, it starts fast. Higgins touchdown or Boyd, one of them. Boyd, I think. Like, it starts fast. And it's kind of feeling like, all right, well, he's not going to win. Because right. there will be too, too, too many. many people, somebody's going to catch him. There will yeah. be too much offense in this game, you know. Right. And then there are six of them on the show. And they start to realize the players are crying. Like, what have we got here? And they, Pete Overzet, who's host, very smartly, soon thereafter, got they, they shut it down. Like, we can't just sit here and talk about fantasy yucks. football right now, right? Yeah, yeah like, it's, it's, it's a scary scene, and we're just going to leave it at that. So I'll always think about that part of it. And I think about Chris Brown. Was that yeah. maybe his first game? That was his. Murph, yeah, Murph, Murph had gotten taken ill that weekend, I think, is when that happened. And that was his first game. How about that? That's you, amazing. You get I, that. I, I, thank you for thinking of him because I, I that night I was thinking of him a lot. What a what a impossible situation, right? And I mean, I wasn't listening to the radio as it was happening, but no doubt he handled it, you know, seamlessly, flawlessly, probably, Chris. So, yeah, like there's so many uh, memories of it, and I do remember in here with you the next day, a very careful one, you know, just mm-hmm. trying to appreciate the seriousness of it, which you couldn't miss, while also, okay, so what are they going to do in the standings here? If they're Are they going to replay it or just that balance is really tough? Um, 
but thinking like choosing to be optimistic for Hamlin. The, the, everybody was scared and maybe most people were assuming the worst. Uh, but the way talking to a couple doctor friends and one of whom was not optimistic for Hamlin, by the way, but I, me- I remember that just how, well, there's, you know, there's this reason for hope, you know, in the ambulance, everything they, you, you might, he might get through it. He might right. get through it where it's a weird way to say it, but where better to, to take ill than on an NFL field. It's right, like the safest it, place in the world right, to right, have right, this problem in ambulance and teams of experts, like right at your disposal, uh, yeah. if not exactly that pretty damn close to it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I feel looking back on that, good about that. Just, you know, maybe he'll be okay. And it turned out that he was. Here's Eric with us. Hi, Eric. Hey, guys. Uh, Happy New Year. Love the show. I you know, was just thinking about when you brought up, you know, everything that happened a year ago. I have a bit of a lighter story. So I'm in Washington, D.C. My brother is a chef down here, and he at the time was working at the hotel where a lot of like the professional sports teams when they play in dc they stay and so the bills were playing on monday night the sabers were in dc to play the capitals the next night on tuesday and we kind of got an indication that they were coming in the night before so i went to his place to watch the game the football game and figured oh man how cool would it be if like the sabers came out you know new tuck obviously is from the area and everything and you know the teams were kind of close Obviously, that did not happen, <laughs> and you know everything. Uh, everything blew up pretty quickly. But the you know the the happy part of that story is the next day at the Sabres game in D.C., everyone was in build stuff, and we had just gotten word that you know Hamlin was doing okay, and they thought he was kind of out of the woods. So you know it was a tumultuous 24 hours, but it was yeah, you know it was pretty cool down here. So happy New Year, guys. Thank you, Eric. Same to you. Did yeah, we, did I just we saw win f- that one? I don't remember. I don't remember. I didn't think to look today. I saw footage uh, from from a year ago today of the Sabers walking into the arena in Washington, all wearing matching, uh, you know, Hamlin strong right. or so whatever some some sort of t shirts they all wore under their suit coats into the game. Uh, but I don't remember what the result of the game was. Hmm. Well, again, maybe pretty close to an unforgettable night one year ago uh, tonight. We've got, let's see, what else real quick. Did you see the Tyrod Taylor touchdown pass to Darius Slayton? I, I, the, the beautiful Holy one cow. that was in the air for like a weather balloon amount yes. of time. Yes. 60 <laughs> yards in the air, maybe? <laughs> yes, that's what I read. What a dime. What a gorgeous <laughs> throw. Who is the Giants' week one starter next year? It's not going to be Tyrod Taylor. No. no is it going to be Daniel just... Jones? He has to be on the roster, I think. Yeah. Um, for his money, pro- pro- probably. Oh, I mean the Devito thing is over. That's over. Thank God. I mean, it was just so. The whole thing was just so. I, whatever. Good, it was good, silly. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing was just ridiculous. Um. So yeah, jo- Jones. I mean, what's the, what the contract like? They they it's it's too penal to yes. get rid of them. Yes, so. I'm gonna look that up real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I would guess that they they talked themselves. I mean, I mean, he got hurt. I don't know. He wasn't good before he got hurt. There's no question. I mean, there's no question about that. But you talk yourself into like, well, we get him back to 2022 form, and you know, right when he threw 15 touchdown passes, and they were the luckiest team to make the playoffs ever. Well, there's a potential out after next year, but he's 69 million dead cap next year. <laughs> 
Well, they would – you could be right. He's probably on the team, and then what? Who are you bringing in over Jones? You could do a rookie here, though. The Giants will pick pretty early. You could pick one of these quarterbacks pretty early and prepare for him to move in. But also, you know, I think that might work because yeah. you, you do want someone better. And after next year, you can get out of Jones and not have it hurt so bad, which is what they should want to do. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this kid from last night, uh, Penix Jr., is on the radar there. Okay. How, yeah, I, how, I, did, I, I, how high I, does he go? I, that's not, that's the I don't know. I, I feel like he he maybe is QB three. Okay. Um. So you know, assuming Williams and May in some order go first two, uh, like I don't know. Is he a top ten pick? Is he a top five pick? I, I'm you know. I guess the process will have to play out here, uh, and we'll see. But you know how where, where are the Giants slated to? They'll be in the top ten, right? Uh. Well, yes, I think. They are uh, currently fifth. Fifth. Okay. Wow. Well, then that's what a team. That 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 they're in they're in a pretty good spot there to do exactly that. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think they get their hands on one of the top two guys. Depends on whether, you know, they or the consensus thinks that Penix Jr. is worth a top five pick. And I I, I love him. I I, don't, I haven't thought about him as an NFL player. I've loved watching him play in college. <laughs> Not like I don't. Um, but he he make he. he he really makes some tight throws, man, and really nice touch. At five, if it's too early, you know, you could go up. The Giants are the team the Bears traded with to draft Justin Fields. It all starts with Justin Fields, it, it, just like it did last year. The, all the roads lead back to Justin Fields. Yeah, like it did last year, too. The Bears made their call. They could have traded him. They didn't. He's pr- maybe worth more than he was a year ago. I think there's been progress there. But if I were the Bears, I was talking to a Bears fan today who disagrees, I would trade him. I like him, but I don't see $40 million there yet. I mean, that's a lot to – it's a big gamble, and you reset the clock with Caleb Williams. So you start at year one, Fields is year four, there's the fifth-year option, and you got to be a, I mean, a good playoff team by then or else you've probably messed up. You're the Giants then with Jones. Right. Well – can't wait to. I can. I guess I can. There's, there's playoff stuff here first. They've got. I, they've got it. They, you're right. They, and this is the end of year three for him. Fields, right? So yes. this is the fifth year option decision they have got to make this year. Coming up, we love talking to Ross Tucker. Had the pleasure to do so again today on the Big Showdown Sunday night and more. Stay tuned for that. Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t